Welcome to the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. I'm Sean Aylmer. Regular listeners to the podcast might have heard me talk about Invocare before. The ASX-listed company is a market leader in funeral services. I've mentioned them previously because it's such a fascinating business in a sector that we don't hear much about. Lynn Gallucci is the Executive General Manager of Invocare and my guest this morning. Lynn, welcome to Fear and Greed. Good morning, Sean. Thank you very much. So firstly, tell me about what Invocare does. I'm sure many listeners would be familiar with some of your brands, such as White Lady Funerals, etc. Just tell me a little bit about the company. Sure. As you mentioned, we're a, we're a market leader in funeral and memorial services, not only across Australia, but also across New Zealand and Singapore. We also have private memorial parks and a number of crematoria in both New Zealand and Australia. And also, we've become the leading provider of pet cremations in Australia. Uh, personally, I lead and have the privilege of leading a team of funeral services professionals who support up to about 40,000 families every year in creating a meaningful farewell for their loved one. And you mentioned some of our brands through there. We have our national brands, White Lady and Simplicity. And then we have local brands in each of the markets, as well as a group of specialised brands such as Liberty and Galaxy Funerals. Okay. Can you give me an idea of the business model? So obviously you provide a service to those 40,000 odd families a year and you charge for that, but there's lots of, it's not just the funeral itself. There's obviously the after funeral costs and prepaid funerals and pets. And I'm trying to get a sense of where the money comes from in in very much in a business sense. Yeah, so we do. We, we really are looking to expand the total journey that we have with our families, not only around the funeral event and the memorialisation itself, but also at other key milestones and points in their lives. So as you mentioned, there's a lot of um, opportunity for us in the pre-space, a lot of opportunity for us that we currently have in the at-need space, and also post-need. And so the opportunity for us to extend our offering across that is what's really interesting and exciting for us all. So we've got we've got our core assets. We've absolutely got our core assets around our memorial parks and our funeral businesses, and that is what you would see the traditional funeral services. What we've seen is an expansion in terms of our families want more in products and services. There are certain milestones in individuals' lives that cause them to think about end-of-life planning and um, we see that there's a really good chance to leverage off our the trust that those families have with our brands to be able to offer them pre-need services and post-need services such as aftercare and uh, digital tributes through our relationships with our memories partnership. So what's the sort of pre-care things, what are they that you're talking about? Pre-paid and pre-need and pre-arrangement. So as I said, certain points in individuals' lives, they think about the difference that they want to make or what kind of farewell they want to have. People do this generally for two reasons. Um, firstly, there is a financial advantage in pre-paying a funeral. But secondly, and often more in the humanistic side, people want to make sure that when their funeral service comes, that there's not pressure on the people that they care about. And so by making their wishes and their very clear as early as they can, they can either pre-arrange it in consultation with one of our funeral service directors and make that very clear and we'll record that, or they can take the extra pressure away from their family and purchase a pre-paid funeral arrangement. Quite a while ago, I mean, a few years back, I heard a former CEO of Invocare talk about the difference between a wedding and a funeral, right, in a bit of an offhanded way to be perf- you know, to be fair to the person. But his comment was that people spend about 10% 
on a funeral of what they spend on a wedding. And his point was, it is actually a great celebration of a person's life. And obviously, a wedding's you know, sort of different buckets, but at the same time, still a celebration of someone's life. And the whole idea of trying to get people to celebrate what's happened, and it's tragic and incredibly sad, most funerals, particularly for young people. But that, that kind of concept of making a funeral something that, you know, is very memorable. It's, it's an amazing privilege to be able to support people through a time like that. We know we, we can't change what's happened and we know we can't take away any pain or grief that they're feeling, but we know that we can make it better for them. And the advantage of having highly experienced team members, we have wonderful systems and processes, we can turn that reflection of the individual's life into anything that is wanted. And so, yeah, you're right, we do take very much a family-centred approach to creating those farewells to make them meaningful. And you're also right, there are times where it is tragic, but there are also lots of times where people just want to celebrate and reflect the difference that that individual made to them as their family and to their community. I'm constantly amazed by what our team do. You know, they absolutely take the elements of someone's life and they listen very hard and shape it into a story that reflects the life they've lived. And it's incredible the way that they do this over and over again and make it personal and unique for the person. The, the, the work that we do is so intensive if you think about all of the activity that goes into arranging a funeral service, and it is just like organising a, a big party or a wedding reception. You know, we need to pull together celebrants, furnishings, venue specifications, flowers, menus, and we have to do that in a really quick turnaround but also we're trying to do that at a time when people are emotionally disrupted. And whilst they might not always be grieving, they are always emotionally disrupted. So it is it is an incredible privilege. And the fact that we can do it again and again to make a difference to families is, is a wonderful gift. Stay with me, Lynn. We'll be back in a minute. My guest this morning is Lynn Gallucci, Executive General Manager of InvoCare. Now, covid the last couple of years, the actual mortality rate has gone down because COVID, the illness, coronavirus, people haven't died from coronavirus as much as other illnesses during that period. Was COVID actually a bad time, a tough time for InvoCam? It's a really interesting question. I don't think many people realise how difficult it was. Families are already under pressure and emotional and they came to us at a time where the the reflection that they thought they were going to be able to give that family member that they care about has been compromised. You know, that wasn't the image that they had of the funeral that they were going to be giving their, their loved one. It's been difficult for families because things changed very quickly. You know, legislation and rules had to change in response to what was happening. Um, but also for our team and, and tiny little things, you know, just having smaller groups of people, smaller forums of people meant that there was a greater deal of intimacy, a great deal of intimacy we saw. So it hasn't been easy for them and it hasn't been easy for our families, it hasn't been easy for our teams. But what I saw was we continued to arrange these, these exceptional services to allow families to say goodbye. The other thing that we've seen is people have come back six and 12 and 18 months later and conducted a memorial service that was more relevant. And, and we actually had that happen in my own family with my sister-in-law and 15 months later got together and had a funeral, which was an amazing party. So people are thinking differently about how to reflect the life of the person that's passed away. Do you think the pandemic will have changed how people think about death? 
I don't know whether the community will continue to think differently about death. One of our really key partnerships that we've introduced over the last 12 months is with a group called Violet, and Violet exists to try and reduce the number of regrettable outcomes. So their data says that two-thirds of the deaths, it's about 160, 165,000 deaths in Australia a year, about two-thirds of them have a regrettable outcome, i.e. the individuals either weren't ready or didn't have enough knowledge to be able to plan for their end of life as well as they wanted to. And so our partnership with Violet is going to enable our team to understand how to work with carers and it's also going to enable uh, Violet to understand how to deliver the kind of services that people want as they start to personalise and make their services much less traditional um, and that changes by market. So I'm hopeful that our relationship with Violet and the focus that they're getting will enable the community to feel more comfortable with the conversations that have to happen around end-of-life planning. So you mentioned pet cremations at the beginning there. You're going to have to talk about that just a little bit. There seems to be quite a strong demand for that at the moment. Yeah, I, I think, well, one of the things that we saw during COVID was an increase in a number of pets and that pets are absolutely becoming part of the family. Certainly myself, I refer to my pet family, maybe not quite as often as I refer to my human family. I like my pet family better than my human family sometimes. <laughs> there are there are times when that's true, isn't it? But we, we see the same thing with pet cremation that we're seeing with human end-of-life services. So there's an increased personalisation, there's a demand for mementos and memorialisation of that pet and the difference that the pets made in our lives and you know just looking around at what we saw over the last couple of years with animals and how they how important they were to us over the last 18 months we've purchased or acquired pet cremation businesses in New South Wales Queensland WA Vic in South Australia and we also launched e-commerce and so what we've seen is people want to be able to browse for mementos and offerings and little opportunities to remember those pets that they cherished for, you know, what's generally quite a contained period of time between 10 and 20 years. So it's a natural evolution for us. We've, we've been operating for decades in the end-of-life market and um, we're really pleased we'll be able to transfer our, our knowledge across to the pet sector as well. Okay, the other thing is when I was growing up, the I mean, I lived in a country town and there were three funeral directors, all men. Now, increasingly, if I go to funerals, you um, particularly white lady is the obvious example here, but there are a lot of women in the industry now. Is that something you're working or you're pushing or is it just um, it seems to me that there are more women in the industry? Is that fair to say? I think it is fair to say. The reality is that we do have a large proportion of women and particularly doing that frontline job of caring for our families. We've got really strong diversity inclusion policies and, and our aim is to foster this environment that that attracts and, and nurtures diversity of thought. It, it's interesting. I'm particularly proud of our inclusive funeral strategy. So as a migrant and a female myself, I, I know that the success of inclusive funerals will be adopting this wide range of team members who have diversity in age and gender and mobility and culture and all of those. The reality is InvoCare serves a melting, an amazing melting pot that's Australia, and so we want our workforce to reflect the people that we serve. It's interesting talking about White Lady or White Lady brand because the history of the brand says everything, I think. We created it in 1982 and we wanted to provide choice to the families of Australia and we created an, op an offer that was exactly the opposite of everything. And you talk about the country town that was representative across Australia, men in black provided funerals. So 
we wanted to offer choice and, and we created our empathetic brand and it has this focus on women's understanding. So, you know, we, we're proud that the White Lady Funerals team renowned for that caring and empathetic approach to families and to services and we'll continue to support that for as long as we can. Lynn, thank you for talking to Fear and Greed. That's my pleasure. That was Lynn Gallucci. She's the Executive General Manager of InvoCare. This is a Fear and Greed daily interview. Join us every morning for the full episode of Fear and Greed, Australia's most popular business podcast. I'm Sean Aylmer. Enjoy your day.